This is Moonshine and Music with Joe Shelton. Wait a minute, that's me. Anyway, we're going to bring you some inspiring songwriters, musicians, and maybe some side challenges and other stuff around the music industry. So stick with us right now, because the show is coming your way. Woo! Moonshine and Music starts right now. Welcome to Moonshine and Music. We're here today with Jeremy Crumbaugh. Hey, Joe. Did I pronounce that right? You got it right, Jeremy <laughs> Crumbaugh. Yeah. I win. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? It's good to I'm have you. I'm doing on the great, set. man. Happy to be here. I, um, you know, uh, I, I've, I've been hearing your songs. Um, occasionally, you, you fill in for me, like you are next thurs- this Thursday, which will, like, when this airs, be far in the past yeah. as the open mic host. Um, so it's really good to have you on the show. It's nice to have uh, some folks that you know kind of know, and yeah. sometimes I have folks I don't know at all. And um, so you know, it's uh, it's interesting um, to have you on today. Do you have uh, any expectations? I know you've seen some of them. Um, I know there could be a little hijinks later on. There so, will be hijinks. Um, to me, this is kind of like the modern day equivalent of being on Letterman. Oh, well. Don't don't even like no. I'm I'm not Letterman, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, just take it. Man. Yeah, I, I, I'll try. <laughs> it's a struggle. Letterman is awesome. Um, we'd love to have Letterman on. By the way, Letterman, David, Letterman, you, if you're interested in any way, come to the show. Um, anyway, I actually oddly used to work at the same radio station that Letterman worked at in Muncie. I was a DJ on oh, the wow. same one. He was uh, it was W E R K in Muncie. He was there in like the early 70s, and I was there like 25 years, 20 years later. Um, same station, same studio. So I think he was a little more successful after that than I was, but that's okay. You know, he, he's a bazillionaire, and I'm yeah. not. But, well, you know, success whatever. is a relative thing, right? Yeah, you know, I think so. But um, so tell me a little bit about you. Where'd you come from? Where, where what, what, what kind of stock are you from? Where'd you grow up? Uh, well, I came from pretty much right around here. I grew up uh, south of Indianapolis in a town that at the time was called New Whiteland. New Whiteland. Because regular Whiteland was just on the other side <laughs> of 31. <laughs> right. So now I think they just all go by the same. So, <laughs> But yeah, I went there and then uh, kind of slowly uh, kind of migrated, you know, kind of maybe about an hour north now to Fishers, Indiana. So grew up, uh, my mom wanted all of her kids to take piano lessons because that was one of her lifelong dreams was that she wanted to be able to play piano. So since she never had that, yeah, she bought a piano, and so we all took piano lessons, and so I just kind of took that a little bit further. Did she take them with you? Uh, no, she did not. Oh, man, I mean, she missed an opportunity, right? Yeah, I mean, that she did, yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I haven't seen you play piano. You just uh, played guitar in my in my presence. Um, do you still uh, hack around on the piano, too? Or I, yeah, that... I still still play. So, In fact, uh, at home I have the piano that I grew up with. So. Oh, wow. So wow that's really kind of cool. like me and that piano have lived together longer than anything else I've lived with. So, What sort of piano is it? Um, it is a old Wurlitzer Upright. Yeah, like like the uh, you know like you see in thousands of living rooms in the Midwest. That, oh yeah, that, yeah, that sort of model, uh-huh. not like the school model where it's really tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, it's kind of, <laughs> I think technically it's a spinet piano. Spinet, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, uh, and do you have problems keeping it in tune or anything? I know a lot of those old ones, man, they, like... Um, they could use a little bit of love, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's been moved around a few times, and it has not been tuned up, so... Uh, you know, that's... Uh, if it's only kind of, then it's it's really good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really cool it's when the they have, like, just a little bit off, right? Yeah. Like, you, you know, you hit that low G, and it's a little bit Yankee or whatever, it just uh-huh. adds some color, you know? I like that. So, um... Uh, did did you originally start writing songs uh, when you were taking the doing the piano lesson thing, or when did that come later? Um, no, not really. I remember like going to like a church camp and writing a song at that point in time. But um, kind of the songwriting was just something that's come along here in the past four or five years. Oh, really? So okay. Much like the the playing you know, playing guitar. Uh huh. And so it it been something where I actually went to school for music and had enough classical music in my head and taught a few piano lessons and things like that. But as we know, unfortunately, uh, music's not the best way to make a living, so kind of life sends us <laughs> different directions. Uh, but then uh, a few years ago, my wife, Rachel, just said, hey, you know what, you need to get back into this music thing. And so started exploring that. Um, her mom plays guitar, and so we had a guitar just laying around the house. I picked that up and started learning a few chords and then uh, later on a song just came out so. well that's really cool so when you were um i mean that, that's some sort of like me i didn't start playing guitar until i started on piano started playing guitar later um is it um uh, what, what was what happened in the in-between you know all those years in there you said you had taught a couple lessons or whatever what else did you do that got you through the day uh well kind of you know gets me through the day but it, it fills up the day is i'm an yeah. investment advisor so i help people manage their finances and figure out how to accumulate and enough money to be able to retire and then so you sure don't money, money you don't advise any of them to become musicians is that uh, no not really so <laughs> that's good solid solid investment advice i i think um well uh, so I mean, I can understand because, you know, if you work in an office and things during the day, having that creative outlet is really good, you know, way to um, you know, yeah. express yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah, because one of the things that I really found was, you know, with music that you don't quite get from the corporate world is, you know, the corporate world, you know, you do something, you finish it, but you're never really done. Right. You know, you just, yeah. just kind of go on to the next thing tweaked. and start over. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Or kind of you finish out the year and like, hey, you kind of dump that year's results out <laughs> and you fill the bucket back up again. <laughs> so whereas, again, when you, you write a song or you record it or anything like that, you, you have that feeling that you've completed something. And, uh-huh. uh, and it's something, even if it's just kind of your wife or two or three friends uh, or, you know, maybe a, a couple couple other people, you can say, hey, here's what I did. Look, look at what I made. Right, and that's I think that's neat. something that's kind of missing in today's world, today's society, is that feeling like you really made or created something. Well, yeah, and uh, I mean, in today's society, right, there's like um, things that uh, no matter what you do, people seem to go, okay, well, what are you going to do for me now? You know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and especially in, in, in the business world, right? Uh, what's your results this year? You made whatever last year. What's going to happen Exactly, now? yeah. yeah. So, uh, but, you know, I mean, with the song, whatever you get, you have that forever. I, I, I see that. That's really cool. Um, are you um, are you performing a lot of shows? I don't know. I've, I've seen a couple that you've played. Uh, but do you feel like you want to do more of that? Or is it a, you know, I just strictly want to write kind of songs and do a show occasionally? Um, I've been doing more shows this year. So that was one of my goals this year was to go out and do some shows. And so uh, Books and Brews obviously has been very helpful with that. So... You've been playing, probably played five or six at various locations around the city and then branching out into other locations. So 
I really enjoy that because it gives you an opportunity to test out songs and you find, uh, I find that probably playing those shows is less pressure than say doing an open mic. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Uh, because, you know, you go play for someone on a Friday or Saturday night uh, and they're more interested in their, their phone or their beer or their, or their dinner or the people around them <laughs> than, uh, than what, what you have going on. And so they're not paying attention as much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then that, you know, it really kind of gives you that challenge and accomplishment to really, oh, man, I, I made them notice me. Or, you know, you, you know right, they were happy right. enough to want to, you know, drop a buck in the tip jar or grab a CD or something like that. You know, you kind of get a little more more of that feeling, whereas, you know, typically open mics, uh, you'll get a little bit of that attitude as well, but, you know, you have a little, people are kind of more, there's more eyeballs on you, so. Well, and at the open mic, you got a lot of musicians in front of you, and sometimes I guess that can be a little intimidating. Right, right yeah. It, you know, especially if you get into a lineup at an open mic that's just, uh, there's been times where I'm like, okay, all nine of these people in, in this line here with me are really good. <laughs> I'm going to have to bring my A game today, right? Right, you yeah. Know, sometimes the open mic, you know, you get a crapshoot, and it's like, ah, okay, well, whatever I do will be fine. And then the other times you get in there, and there's like, you know, six artists in a row that, like, would fill up the room if they were there playing just on their own. <laughs> and suddenly they're, they're at the open mic for whatever reason, and you got to play behind them. I can see that pressure. Yeah. You know? Um the um, you know what do you, what do you do you know uh, for song ideas? I mean, do you have um, you know do you have like just is it from stuff that comes from your life or your work or is it you know hey you pick a topic and go with it or you observe something? What's your what's your insight there? Um, How do you... Kind of where some of that inspiration comes from. Yeah, some of it is you know, autobiographical, um, and then it's just sometimes like something you'll hear someone say, a little phrase or something like that, and you just you know, grab that, throw it in the phone memo, and then try to build off of that. So you use the phone memo app a lot? Uh, yeah, a little, little notes app. And so, <laughs> so sometimes I'll go through, and, uh, and then later on I'll see something that I wrote down of some kind of random phrase or sentence that makes absolutely no sense six months later. Uh, but then there's other times where you just kind of connect the dots. Um, and I find sometimes when I write... So you you have know, like a, do you have like a thing of song snips? Like little pieces. Uh, I find I, I do. Like, I'll do that same thing. And then, like, I'll go back later and there's, like, 43 little files with a bunch of, like, two lines in them or whatever. <laughs> like, pieces of song. Like, uh, yeah, so I'll have the notes and then, yeah, I'm a little recorder. Yeah, I'll find something <laughs> where I'll play something. and That was cool. I need to record that. And then, like, six months later, you're like, I recorded that. What? What? You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, sometimes you do out, that. Yeah. You do that stuff, and sometimes yeah, you'll kind of get an idea, and hey, it just all comes out, and you know, an hour or two hours later, you have a song. Right. But then there's also sometimes it's kind of like putting together Legos, where you're like, oh, I got this cool little piece here that I put together like six months ago that works well with this other thing, and you kind of start to mash them together and right. take the pieces apart and put them back together and. I find I usually get more satisfaction and feel a little more confident with, with those songs rather than the ones that come, come together fast. all at once. Yeah, It's like it's almost too good to be true. Is that what you're feeling? Um, yeah, maybe too good to be true or maybe... <laughs> um, and I think sometimes it, maybe it's something other songwriters struggle with, but sometimes you think, well, maybe is this too simple or too huh. trite or too straightforward? Yeah. I mean, it's always a, it's a self-doubt game, right? Yeah. What do, what do you... Do you doubt yourself? Do you doubt your, you know, right? I, I mean, that's what I think. Um, it happens to me too, I guess. <laughs> um, well, this is the point in the show where we get a little bit goofy. 
you All right. the, the hijinks uh-huh. part of the program. You know, if you scoot this way a little bit, we're going to bring in um, the, the Moonshine Genie today. Um, and, you know, being as Brent Lee Smith is a, a stand-up comedian, he does bring to the table some other skills. Like, he's a guru, he's a trivia master, and he's the Moonshine Genie. That is all true. Very good. Is Robin Williams going to come out of that? <laughs> Not if we can help it. And anybody here funnier than me? No, I just <laughs> doesn't want anybody here that's funnier than him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, this is my only gig right now, so I can't lose it. I understand. <laughs> yeah, I just my doctor recommended getting a, a neti pot, and I got this, and then I found out I had magic in it. You ready for some magic? Yeah. Your doctor got. Hold on a second. I, I gotta explore that a little bit. Your okay. doctor recommended you getting a neti pot. Yes. And instead of getting the neti pot, you got that. <laughs> well, I figured you could put water and salt in it and rinse it out. Okay. It's the same shape. <laughs> All right. And like the gypsy I bought it from seemed to think it would work. <laughs> well, they think everything works. Well, this one she's not wrong. So you know, every once in a while. You know, okay. Yeah. So, still ready for magic? I'm ready. You ready for magic, Joe? Uh, sure. I'm All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the genie. What do you want? What do I want? <laughs> That's a big question. I'm a genie. I only ask big questions. So, <laughs> oh. um. I didn't necessarily ask for wishes. That's what you want. Yeah, just what do I want? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not too bad. We can make it a wish. Is a strong word. Yeah, that yeah. is a strong word. Do I go like sappy and sentimental or materialistic? Yeah. You get a hey, man, I think it's up to you, bro. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is this is an opportunity not many are afforded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would like enough financial resources to be able to back away from the day job and focus on these things that Joe and I are talking about more often. Okay, uh, that's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> At least not for me. I mean, Fair enough. You, know, you might win the lottery or something. Yeah. My magic doesn't extend that far. Yeah. I would also like the world to be maybe a little bit of a kinder place. So maybe everyone to be a little bit more relaxed and a little less reactive. Yeah, people are just assholes. I don't know about that happening. Either. Yeah. Okay. But uh, you can help with your music, though. Okay. I'll drop you to my best with to. that. Yeah. Not necessarily a wish, but I can give you advice. Okay. What advice would you have to give? Play good music. Okay. That way people come and see you again. Very good. If they're terrible, they won't come back. Okay. Well, most of them. Some people, you know, are masochists. So. Okay. So then I get three wishes. Yeah. That's the way the Aladdin movie works. Yeah, this isn't a movie. This is real life, man. Okay. So then my, for my third wish, Mr. <laughs> Genie, would be to play better music then. Okay. Practice lots. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh. Well. <laughs> what happened? Oh, you're back. <laughs> yeah. Like, when he takes over, I just know that it's not me. And I... You black out a little? Is that? Yeah, kind of. I guess that's what you call it. So I don't know, it's never happened in any other context. So, well, I mean, you'll get to see what happened later. 
Yeah, good thing I'm not like the, the moonshine vampire and don't show up on cameras. Yeah. Helps document my experiences. He did turn blue, though, right? The moonshine vampire. <laughs> now, you know, what we should say is, though, next time, make sure that you're wearing more than one T-shirt. Because whatever happened, you don't, you'll, you don't know yet, but... <laughs> 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 he's all confused. Now he's worried. Now he's concerned. Yeah, we never know what's going to happen on the Moonshine the Music Show. <laughs> Hear some good music. Get possessed by a genie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get greeted by a genie. Yeah. That's that's incredible. Uh, but I've never been greeted. He just kind of went in. It's uh, I, it's I, deep. Yeah, I felt a little violated at first, but afterwards I'm like, yeah, it's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Comedian Brentley Smith, the moonshine genie. <laughs> so, um, after your wishes have been granted, you're gonna play better music here. Uh, what are the what are the songs you're gonna do for us today? Uh, I'm gonna do two songs. So one is, uh, I guess, now a little bit more than a year old, um, and it's off a little CD that I made last year. Uh, it's called Nice and Easy. Okay. And so that was actually inspired by a friend that I was at a concert and he was texting me about kind of rainstorms coming in and how he was walking on the Monon and had dark clouds following him and I'm like, oh, that's a song line. So kind that of is. built it out from that. Um, and then the uh, second song is called A Pirate's Dream, which uh, was just written here very recently, but something that's developed over, again, probably about one and a half, two years. Um, and that was inspired, um, as you probably, you probably personally know, I'm a big Disney fan. Uh-huh. And so that was inspired by the story, or some of the stories, and then also fan theories behind the Pirates of the Caribbean ride mm-hmm. and the Haunted Mansion ride, you know, at both Disneyland and, and Magic Kingdom. So um, the uh, Disney, you know, theme that's running through this was, you know, I mean, you were... You were all over the the Disney's version of the Three Wishes myth. Yeah. So you know, I feel like this this pirate song might be pretty cool. Do you? Um, I mean, also a lot of musicians are kind of pirates, you know, in their own way, <laughs> right? We've had Seach uh, Ramshackle on. He's definitely a pirate. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's good to have another pirate in the in the in the fold. So. Are you fired up to play some songs? I am fired up to play some songs, so. Killer. Make this happen? Yes, absolutely. All right. We'll be right back on Moonshine and Music with Jeremy Crumbaugh. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for coming out, man. Hello, people. My name is Jeremy Crumbaugh, and I'm going to play Nice and Easy, which is off an EP I put out last year called The Place I'm From. Take it nice and easy Take it nice and easy Take it 
thank you. And the next song is uh, one that's pretty much brand new. Uh, only played it a couple times out in public, so it's called A Pirate's Dream. Sins revealing life's peril. What a gift for being so feral. Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Not Less Entertainment. Copyright 2019, all rights reserved. Our producer is Joe Shelton. Our cameraman, Grip, and stunt double is Brent Lee Smith. On cameras and all sorts of other stuff, Bailey Shelton. And our staff guru is Brent Schlemmer. Join us each Sunday for more episodes of Moonshine and Music.